0: Hello and welcome to the Goonah Talk, back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much, as always, for making this a part of your morning routines. It's match day. Arsenal will face West Ham United in the Premier League today at 2pm UK time. Uh, thank you, everybody, as always, for showing your support and love in the channel and the chat box. Uh, good morning to Carlton, to Big O, to Wilson, to Black Shine, Amira, good morning. Uh, we've got Carl and Steve. We've got Stevens and more Steve. So many Stevens, Steven, Stevens in the chat this morning. Martin, uh, old Dave, good morning to you to Kaiser. Uh, to Sean uh, as well, uh, Sean and Sean, uh, Martin uh, and Olu and Rich and Puaniru. Uh good morning to everybody. Uh, I hope you've had a good start to your weekends. I had a great day yesterday, a great, genuinely great day. Started off perfectly with the 8am show because there is no other way to start a day, of course, um, unless you're in America, in which case it's going to be starting your afternoons with a 2pm show, which I'll be doing when I'm out there. Um, well, I'll be 8am here, but 2pm. Sorry, I'll be 8am over there, but 2pm here when I do it. Time's chaos. Managed to get some golfing yesterday and then managed to go to a brilliant event at Printworks to watch um, to do the hospitality uh, event there. It was amazing. Um, massive shout outs to to P Money in particular with Winey, who was brilliant uh anyway let's uh let's jump into today's stories do drop a like on the video do subscribe to the channel if new and do watch out for a tgt sneeze because it's going to come at some point during the show i can just feel it um we kick off with Arsenal's under-18s losing to West Ham United in uh, the Premier League under-18s side. Uh, I've obviously, we've done really, really well this season, but what I would say is West Ham are the best side in that league and they will pose a significant threat when Arsenal face West Ham in the FA Youth Cup final, which, of course, is on the 25th of April. Um, so we'll see that game played in just over a week's time and uh, it's going to be a big one. So make sure that you are... Very much in tune what's going on. It's the day before Arsenal play Man City uh, in the Premier League. So if you can get to the Emirates to watch the game, go to the Emirates, show your support. They're going to need it. Now, Balogan and uh, his side, Rons were uh, humbled for just the second time since September. Rons have only lost two games in that whole period, but they lost 3 0 to Wren. Charlie Patino uh, was a sub in Blackpool's 1 0 win over Wigan. Uh, of course, that's Omar Rekic's Wigan. Uh, no sign of Miguel Aziz on the team whatsoever. And uh, Austin Trusty uh, was playing left back for Blackpool uh, in their uh, game as well, losing two-one to Sunderland uh, at the moment. It's just, it's difficult for for Birmingham at the moment. They were they're a team kind of a bit in limbo. They're not going to go down. They're definitely not going to get to the playoffs and uh, it's a bit of a slow end to Austin trustee's season. Now in the Premier League yesterday, uh, we had a lot going on. We had Manchester City breezing past Leicester, uh, as a lot of us expected. I don't think when it got to 3-0 by 25 minutes, it was game over and they kind of just chilled until the end of the game, to be honest. Um, but between Chelsea and Brighton, Brighton's certainly showing why they are above the Blues and pushing for not only a European place, but maybe Even a Champions League place, because we need the teams above them to start choking Man United, of course, play today. But Tottenham losing 3-2 to Bournemouth uh, in the final 95th minute of the game. Uatara, the brilliantly composed cutback and finish into the bottom right-hand corner um, after Dan Juma, of all people, had scored the equaliser in the 88th minute. And uh, if you haven't seen the tweet from the Bournemouth Twitter account, just... Look at the screen. If you're all listening on audio, head over to Twitter and go on Bournemouth's Twitter page because it's brilliant because North London is very much red. And it was yesterday and it will continue to be so forevermore. Now, our headline story of the day. Quick uh, load of news as, as a match day. It usually is a load of quick news as well. Uh, Thomas Partey uh, returned. Of course, we talked about yesterday that he was not spotted in the inside training video that they released on the site, creating a little bit of un. Uh, un it was a bit, I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't, really that concerned. It was pretty normal for players in a recovery day to not uh, join the outside session. But uh, he was indeed there uh, for the outfield training session yesterday. So everyone's nerves can be settled. He should be fine, available, fit and ready to play against West Ham today. I did say it'd be a short part one. We're going to go to part two and plenty of your questions right after this. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, Uh, let's jump into the chat box. But obviously, I do need to remind you that the TGT caps are indeed still for sale and they will continue to be. So Uh, looking forward to seeing as many of our TGT listeners that are in Chicago, if you can wear yours for the live event, wear it. Why wouldn't you Uh, rep? I'm certainly going to be repping mine for the event as well. Uh, The hats are back in stock, so help support the fundraiser. And as I said before, I'm going to be matching everything that we raise for the Arsenal Foundation up to £500 by the end of the month. So I'm looking forward to hopefully donating as much as feasibly possible to the fundraiser, which is heading towards that £200,000 mark. Amazing work going on in the world of Uh, the arsenal foundation but also you can help support cancer mcmillan support which i'm going to be doing another fundraiser for hopefully uh in july more information about that one to come though that's a separate thing but let's jump into the chat and go to some of your questions then um let's go to uh christopher says bournemouth have done brilliantly this season pretty sure they're going to be staying up now. I mean, let's take a look a quick look at the table. I mean, you won't be able to see, actually I can share my screen with you. Can't I? you can because you you want to see you want to see the table. Obviously, you want to see the table on It's always an absolute uh, joy being able to look at the table, isn't it? So, uh at the moment, we find ourselves uh with three points is our buffer and we still have to play Manchester City of course. Our goal difference is now significantly uh spread. There's a seven goals that we've got between ourselves and Man City. We need to make sure that we score as many as we can against West Ham today. It's a great opportunity uh, to try and score an absolute bucket load. So if we can do that, we have to try and do that because that goal difference needs to close. Uh, Newcastle United losing against West Ham yesterday uh, means that they're now 56 points down in third place. Uh, Spurs in fifth at the moment in time uh, if they can't of course get their hands on uh, any more points i don't think they can no they can't i mean i've already talked about it if they if we win today there's uh, seven games left 21 points available and there'd be a 23 point gap does that also mean that i'm just trying to check the so if brighton were to win their two games that would take them to 55 um, which would put them still outside of the top 4 um I don't think that we can fall to fifth if we win tomorrow. They're on 55 points if they win their two games. And now we seven to go. That's 21 points. That's 76. So based on goal difference, basically if we win today, top four is confirmed pretty much. Um, I mean, just a crazy amount of goal difference would need to swing in the other direction. But yeah, a win today effectively confirms Champions League for next season, um, which is, you know, the fact that we've done that with potentially seven games to go is an amazing achievement by Arsenal. Aston Villa, though, I mean, I've just mentioned they beat Newcastle. What a season them and Unai Emery is having. I said time and time again, the man was not right for Arsenal. It was not a good fit, was not a good fit. But you find the right club Bruno Emery, and he will flourish. He had it at Sevilla. He had it at Valencia. He didn't have it at PSG. He didn't have it at Arsenal, but he's clearly found it at Villa as well. And this type of club... The players that you can have control over and bring in is great. Also, if you haven't listened to Lee Dixon's uh, chat with Elliot on the Arsenal Vision podcast, he actually revealed some really interesting things about Unai Emery and I think some of the mistakes that he made at Arsenal, specifically about like removing all of the Arsenal heritage, if you like, the history of the club from the training ground, which Arteta reinstated. Uh, as I say, go and listen to it. It's a really good interview. Um, but yeah, doing amazing things. In the chat box, people saying, Niall, uh, would you take Ollie Watkins at Arsenal? He seems to be on fire Right now, obviously, we do get sometimes a bit bowled over um, by, uh, by form, but he's having a brilliant season. Arsenal have got their number nine. We all know that. If we do go to get a striker, I don't think it would be a Watkins. I can't see it. Being him, uh, old Dave says, agree, Villa look strong, glad that we are done playing them this season. Yeah, we got six points from our two games against Aston Villa. That winner at uh, Villa Park looking very, very good indeed, all of a sudden as well. Brighton, with their win, maintains their pace. They're on 29 games played, 49 points. If they were to win their two games in hand, which we really do need them to do, um, because, of course, I think one of those games, actually, it's not yet, but one of those games, they will have another game in hand because they'll be playing against Manchester City, uh, but they're in the FA Cup semi-final against Man United. I really think that Brighton have got a great chance of knocking Man United out of the uh, the FA Cup. We can keep our fingers crossed that that happens, and then they can take on Man City in the final. What an amazing occasion for Brighton that would be, and they deserve it, quite frankly, because they've done an amazing job, that club. An amazing... I know that Arsenal fans are a little bit indifferent about Brighton because of the whole moises Caicedo thing, but You've got to have respect for Brighton. They've been doing amazing things. In Cisco, another player that looks quite exciting as well, coming through the ranks also. But uh, 49 points, they could go up to 55 if they were to win their two games in hand. But Man United, well as I remember, also have two games in hand on 29 points as well. But one of those will be played today, their next game against Nottingham Forest uh, away from home. Uh, later this afternoon. Hopefully, Forrest can get a win. Looking down the bottom end of the table, uh, Liverpool in eighth, 44 points. Chelsea uh, staying where they are. But they are now just three points uh, from Crystal Palace, who have been said are in a relegation fight. So if Crystal Palace are in a relegation fight and they're only three points behind Chelsea, surely Chelsea must be in a relegation fight. They have not won. I mean, their last five games, they've not won. Drawn two, lost three. I mean, that's some of the worst form in the league. Only the bottom three clubs in the league have worse form than Chelsea right now. Hopefully, Palace Wolves, Bournemouth, West Ham, Leeds, Everton and Forest can start winning some more games and drag the Blues into that fight. It's going to be an exciting end to the season at both ends of the table. I am very much here for it right let's jump back into the chat box then after covering all the title stuff got that out of the way and the table stuff um Olu says hey Tom uh Caicedo and Rice 160 million pounds or Tillemans on a free Rice for 80 million Fresneda for 20 and Diaby for 60 um I mean the second option seems so great because obviously it's the same amount of money I think you've worked out yeah but you've obviously getting more players I think that Arsenal can get Caicedo and Rice and still get some other players. I think it's more important that we get quality through the doors. And Diaby and Fresnado are quality. Don't get me wrong. I think is going to cost you more than £60 million as well. Fresnado, I don't think will actually cost you as much as £20 million. I think maybe you'll be able to get him for slightly less. But I'd go for Rice and Caicedo. And then I'd look to bring in another fullback. I'd uh, look to bring in... Um, potentially another forward although there may be maybe you make a decision on following Balogun's future and you keep him at the club for next season maybe that's how you deal with that but it's a good question um but I go for quality over quantity even though the other players are still good but Caicedo and Rice would be great addition to the squad and lockdown and kind of refurbish if you like our midfield for the next half decade at least um so yes certainly the first option um Alex says, Tom, have you seen Sky Sports' Arsenal interview with the BFG? Uh, Yes, I've seen some of it. He also sat down, I think, with the Enders. Um, and the boy like Reece Nelson, Saka, Smith Rowe, Nketiah. If you haven't watched that, go watch it. Really good, listen to, and it was really good hearing from Reece Nelson about kind of how that moment, that goal against Bournemouth, is going to stick in his mind for the foreseeable future too. Really nice moment. If you've not yet watched that, um, Jonah says, "Hey Tom, how much do you think Metam's value has risen this season?" Well, I mean, Kaiseido had one season in the Premier League before being worth more to Brighton than the eighty or seventy million pound bid. That's how much they were willing to reject. So think about how much they would be willing to reject uh, Kyrie Mitima for. Uh, I mean, he's, I think, going to sign a brand new contract as well from the Sound of Things. Deserby did hint that a brand new contract might be in the works. So his value is going to skyrocket even more than it already has. Uh, Ronald says, top three or four keepers in the Prem this season. Good question. I think I'm going to go with Ramsdale for obvious reasons um nick pope has had another good season david raya for brentford i think has been quite good and i'll probably go leno has had a good season for fulham you know as well in the back of the net so lennon leno lennon (laughs) leno uh pope ramsdale and raya let me have a quick look at the clean sheets clean sheets table the premier league and see who's up there. Edison and Allison usually are quite up there, but I don't think Allison will be this time. Uh, David De Gea has got the most, uh, believe it or not, with 13. I can't say that he's stood out for me this season. Uh, is, am I just kind of underrating David De Gea this season? He's not necessarily stood out in the same way, um, but apparently, you know, he is indeed. He's got the 13 clean sheets. Newcastle's Nick Pope has 13 Aaron Ramsdale has 12, Allison, 11, Emmy Martinez 10, Edison 10. Uh, David, Raya and Leno down on nine on seven. I still think Raya and Leno have had really good seasons uh, for their clubs too. Um, Benji said, did you mean Zinchenko's absence from training? I heard Saka even dropped him from his FPL. Um, I mean, let's have a quick check. Was Zinchenko in training this week? There was part of me that was tempted to throw um, Tini into my team this week. Zinchenko, newest pictures. Not spotted, but if I check on anyone else, yeah, you seem to be correct. Zinchenko does not look like he is in the images for Arsenal training. Does that mean he's not there? I'm not sure. Let's have a quick check for Ben White as well. Is Ben White in training? Yes, Ben White was in training yesterday, but no Zinchenko. Could be Tierney. Coming in for the game today, interesting. Well spotted, good one. Uh, Maximil says, "Tom, in the meantime, Ollie Watkins scores again. This time against Newcastle. Could we look at him as an option up front? I think I discussed this a little bit earlier on in the show. I don't think so. Um, he is who he who is called says, according to Fabrizio Romano, if it reaches July and August of 2013, Ozuna Dembele's release clause is just 44 million pounds. Uh, obviously, release clauses exist to make it easier for clubs to sign players. However," There is also the element of the player getting to choose what he wants to do. A player does not have to leave their club just because a club activates their release clause. They still get to choose what they want. So um, it's like Neymar, when PSG activated his release clause, he still had to decide to make that switch. He didn't have to move just because PSG Activated the release clause. Um, Sri says, Tom, who can we sub Ben White with if Ben White needs a rest? Is it Partey? I'm a little bit worried. Well, it would have been Tierney for me. Uh, I would have moved Tierney into right back at the moment with the options that we've got available to us. Um, but obviously, Partey seemed to be someone that Arteta was hinting towards maybe covering that position when he brought Jorginho. Uh, I think it was against Leeds or Crystal Palace, one of the two. Um, but yeah, it seems to be that. Uh Serge says, Tom, what time are you gonna be at the London Stadium? I work for West Ham United and we'll be there also watching from the home end. Uh, Serge hiding in the home crowd. Um, I'm getting a train up about eleven thirty ish, so midday-ish. I should be around the London Stadium. I usually walk straight in, to be fair, uh, especially for a wayground. It's very rare I can get stopped at a wayground. Um, I don't I don't see many West Ham fans tuning into the channel. Uh, SJ Gunner says, Every manager signs a good player from their own country. Who do you think will be the Arteta's first real Spanish player? Well, we did sign Danny Ceballos. Um, remember that when we signed him on loan. He did come in for the second season. was Arteta's season. He decided to renew him at Arsenal. So... Spanish players though we've not been linked to too many. I mean the ones we've been linked to are Gabri Vega, uh, Marco Asensio, Gavi's been mentioned but I don't think we're going to go for Gavi. Um, yeah, I don't we haven't been linked to too many Spanish players in fairness so I don't think uh, I don't think it would. Brian says Tini at right back is a recipe for disaster. I mean to be honest mate, we don't have too many choices. I'd love to hear who you'd go for. <laughs> but I'd go for Tini who has played right back before, he used to play right back for scotland um when he was a bit younger with andrew robertson at left back so uh, unfortunately if ben white is out we don't have too many options brian so come up with some solutions my friend uh, rancy says which team provides better entertainment at the moment spurs or chelsea oh without a doubt it's chelsea i mean chelsea are just laughably bad this season in the bottom half spurs are still annoyingly buzzing around the top four so until that point comes You know, I think we've got to just bide our time and laugh at Chelsea as much as we can, whose season is very much well and truly done. I follow a few uh, Chelsea fans because I used to work with, a fair few of them, and I love the blind optimism they have before games. They'll be tweeting out something like, it's going to be Mudrick's day today, or, you know, we're finally going to get that win under Lampard, and they (laughs) they lose. Um, So, yeah. Sean, as far as I'm aware, Ben White is not out. He did take part in training yesterday. It seems Zinchenko is the one uh that's out at the moment a says hi so do we play kivior and considerable amount today if we're leading maybe you can bring him on if we're winning by a lot of goals i want to see smith Rowe get some minutes today i think that's going to be really key to making sure that he gets time on the ball um <laughs> max stays black says chelsea suffering is the cream in my coffee great way of putting it um Elliot says, "Morning, Tom. Are you as excited as me about the prospect of ringing the bells and singing about St. Totteringham's Day? It's been far too long. It has been far too long. I, I can't say I'm excited about it because I think there's so many much more excitable things to be thinking about. If Arsenal win today, another win on the on the score sheet, going towards hopefully, fingers crossed, that title." but you can't not enjoy it. You can't not enjoy the fact that it could be St. Totteringham's Day today. Uh, we will uh, certainly be sending all our messages to those Spurs fans should, and it's a big should, touch wood, we pick up the win today, which obviously is the priority. Uh, Mad says I was at the Chelsea game yesterday and Chelsea are truly terrible. Caicedo is incredible. He was absolutely incredible everywhere. Uh, Sean, how was the golf today? There was no golf today. I played a little bit yesterday. Not bad. Beat my personal best on the uh, it was a pitch and part 18 hole. Really trying to work on my short game at the moment. So uh, my target is 70. And at the moment, I've got it down from when I started at about 95 down to 77, I think is my best score. So that's what I'm on. Seven more shots off till I hit my target. That's what we're looking at. But uh, one day we'll be down to uh, to the fifty four, the dream fifty four. Uh, Brian says, "Okay, so here's the theory: Maldini, a right footer, played at left back, but a left footer playing at right back—that's quite strange. Has there been any successful at the past though? Left footers playing right back—tricky, tricky one to think about. But Brian, I need your solution, mate. Brian, tell me who you would be wanting to see play right back if Ben White is not available." Uh, Matthew says at right back is interesting. Cutting inside and shooting with his left would pose a different kind of threat and it shouldn't affect his basic defensive abilities. Iron says, above all, we need to win. If we drop points today, we can say goodbye to the Premier League. Unfortunately, City are a juggernaut and they hit the form. You can't say the title's over before the City game. If we lose to West Ham or Southampton, we drop points in these two games. Sure, it's absolutely devastating. But we have to remember that we play City. So the title is still in our hands if we drop points today. Um, or against Southampton. A loss is is difficult, but making sure we get a win at City uh, could be really, really big no matter what happens. But obviously, you want to win these two games. You want to go into it. Raw Waters, again, I can't... The idea of throwing a kid in in the last few games of a title race is just not, for me, the right way forwards. Just not the right way forwards. Oh, Dave says, we need a golf channel in the... disc. Do we not have a... Go- How could we not have a golf channel? Hey, you know what? Done. Just made it. Golf made. We have a golf channel in the Discord server now. It's done. See how quick that was. We we're efficient. Very efficient indeed. Um, Ray Beam says Spuds are irrelevant this season. They have invested heavily in their irrelevance. Uh, certainly so. Um, Matt G says was Winterburn left-footed? Nigel Winterburn. But um, well, he played left back, didn't he? So I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's left-footed. Is he not? Uh, he was. I mean. I mean, for all I know, he was left footed. Uh I remember that yeah, he sure he was. I remember he scored that goal against was it was it Derby um or Wimbledon with his right foot? And everyone was kind of like, oh my days, how has he scored this goal with his right foot? So yeah, but he was a left back. <laughs> so why why is that relevant to the right back conversation? Um <laughs> Matt G trying his hardest in the morning. Patrick says, Nelson can easily play. No, he can't. Like, <laughs> no, he can't. I don't get this idea of playing like right wingers right back. Like the idea of playing Nelson right back is one of the scariest thoughts. Like he would just get turned inside out. Play the defender in the defensive position. Play Tierney there. Um, Rance says, why should we play Kieran Tinny at right back? Play Zinny where he's all over the pitch anyway. I think that the stylistic position of Zinchenko combined with Gabriel is what makes that work. You've got to remember that if you put Zinchenko on the right, you are leaving Rob Holding a lot more exposed, where I think that Gabriel and his positioning and his, his role in the team has become attuned to playing with Zinchenko. But it seems that Tierney might be in the squad today, uh, unless he does indeed pass a late fitness test, but he's not been in training. Yep, Wimbledon at home, 89. Thank you for that. Thought it was indeed. Um Steve says Winterburn played right back as Samson was still left back when he joined. So Winterburn switched to the other side um, later on. Um, Sean says, now I've played Nelson at right back on FIFA and it worked out. Why not give it a try? (laughs) The way in which we learn whether something works is obviously to to start playing FIFA. That's... That's the only way that we know something works. It's just you have to play it on FIFA and try it out and hope and keep those fingers crossed that that is indeed the case. I actually jumped on to play FIFA um, this last week. I said I've been a little bit, there's been not a lot going on um, when it's been a bit wet and raining. I can't get out for golf. So I re downloaded FIFA, played like a few, played this week. And like you can open these silly, stupid packs at the moment where it's like you get five players that are like 84 rated above. And open one and got, like, 93 Vieira. And I was like, this is just too easy to get good players on this game. I remember back in the day when FIFA Ultimate Team first came out in, like, 09, I think it was. You used to be able to, like, add cards to your players so you could turn them into, like, 99s. So, like I'd have, like, some random player that's, like, in League 2 as a 99 raid. used to be terrible. Um, but, obviously, yeah, FIFA these days is... Absolutely broken. Um, let's go to uh, Samuel Tini is the best bet. Couldn't we ask Kieran to play there too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Uh, Carlton says, I mean, he could be the Spanish player that Arteta is interested in. Oh, do you mean Zubamendi could be that player? Um, it could be. Zubamendi might be that player in the future. I know someone else suggested that in the chat box. Peter says, didn't Cancelo play right back for City at some point? Yeah, Cancelo started. He's always been a right back, but he's moved across to left-back in his time at City. But he was a right-back at Valencia, a right-back at Inter, a right-back at Juventus, and then a right-back when he moved to City. Um, but then moved to to left back and obviously been playing left and right. I think at Bayern, I think he's played on both flanks. So there you go. Uh, We are going to finish the show there. Thank you so much guys for tuning in. Much appreciate the kind support as always. I'll be back tomorrow morning for the review, the roundup, uh, and the last 8am show for a week or so. Because of course, when I go out to the States, we'll be doing our 8am shows in Chicago time. So that'll be 2pm UK time. So for one week, you're going to have to deal with lunchtime shows rather than morning shows. Um, but, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to getting out there on Tuesday, seeing a lot of good friends and familiar faces as well. Our live event, of course, on the Friday. I don't know if there's any tickets left for those still wondering that are indeed going to be in Chicago. I was told, like, a week ago there might be a handful, um, but they may have gone by now. But uh, do go check on the Chicago Gunas website and Palooza to find out what's going on. Uh, I saw the event yesterday between the Arsenal Vision and Ask blog in New York. It looked great. If you, had, if you went to that, I hope you had a great time. Um, and I hope that we have an equally fun time next Friday as well. Have a fantastic day. Uh, I certainly intend to and hope that the London Stadium brings with it three points for Arsenal. Um, it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always... Up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around, And you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.